This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This program is sponsored by TC Sports on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. First day of fall. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Con and myself with you Monday through Friday, noon until 2. It's a Friday. There's a lot of football in the upcoming couple of hours, as you would expect here on the program. Got to get to some baseball to kick things off. As man, did it feel like October last night. What a ball game. At Miller Park. Coming up today, Jason Symbol. Off we go to Las Vegas. If you bet the Rams last night, you did not sleep well. You looked like you were home free all night long. Oh, isn't sports betting fun? As the rug gets pulled out of the U that had tickets on the Rams last night. So off we'll go to Vegas. Tom Cakert coming up. HawkeyeReport.com. Get our last look at the Hawks as they entertain Penn State tomorrow night. Uh, 6.42 is the kickoff time for that one. ABC has it. Bama Bob will be here to help Trent and I preview college football on a national basis. Then into the NFL to start the 1 o'clock hour, Dave Sinekin, the head cheese, Nick Athen, the Chiefs insider, Chiefs and Chargers uh, coming up this weekend before Paul Allen uh, rounds out the guest list, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, a Minnesota Vikings team that, according to Twitter, Trent Condon, the news is breaking, San Bradford will not play again this week. Case Keenum, get that right arm ready. You're going to need it. Tampa, pretty good defensive team. It's a really good defensive team. And, Linebackers, uh, Wilcox, that's not bad. You're right. Tampa's better than yeah. And maybe I got sucked in because of the hard knocks. Sure, but I but I felt I I feel like I got a pretty good grasp of Tampa at least early in the season. Um, but yeah, you're right. There's some athletes there, Trent. This isn't your mom. This isn't your dad's Tampa Bay Buccaneers or Yuccaneers. I had them uh, last year to win the division at a great price, and they got off what ten and four start. Lost their last two. Were just outside looking in. Of course, mm-hmm. Atlanta ran away with the division, yeah, but did. looked like they were going to at least get a playoff berth, and then it didn't happen. Jameis Winston, good player. And... Let me ask you. Let me stop you. Yeah, Jameis Winston or Cam Newton? Right Quarterback now, your team right now. Who do you want? For 2017 only? Uh, no. Um, let's uh, go three going years, three, next three years. You want Winston, you want Newton. I want Winston because I don't I know agree. if Newton's coming back. I, I don't know what you're going to get. And certainly if it's even longer term than that, mm-hmm. for seven years, mm-hmm. it's obviously Winston. But for even three, even, and this even year. for the here and yes, now, I would yeah. take Jameis Winston over Cam Newton. I'm not sure I would have said that this time last year. That Carolina fact, 2-0 sure start. I wouldn't have. Yeah, that 2-0 start by Carolina. No, it's I, fake. I'm not so sure. Yeah, I agree. I, I had Carolina winning that division. Not feeling strong about the no. conviction on that one no. anymore. I think there's going to be a repeat in yes. that division. Yeah. Uh, That's going to be a fun one. Atlanta-Detroit, not one that we normally have yeah, circled. excellent point. I'm looking forward to that. That might mm-hmm. be... You know, if you're rating the gates, that's got to be up there, top two or yeah, three of the weekend. No, certainly. I agree. 
Yeah, division leaders, two teams off to, uh, yeah, uh, excellent point, Trent Connor. But I was thinking about that last night with uh, Jameis Winston and Cam Newton. And, mm-hmm. and I'm a Cam Newton guy going back to when he was in Auburn. I, he thrilled the hell out of me. I mean, look, I don't care. Is there a bag of money? It probably was. Yeah. Did, did, does that does that get in, uh, get in the way of me enjoying an, an athlete on the field? Not even a little bit. <laughs> so uh, selfishly entertain me, and he certainly did at Auburn. Hey, what was it? 180,000 was kind of I don't the. don't remember that. I exact think that number. was the number. 180. It was significant. Think of what Auburn turned into, the amount of money that came in. $180,000 drop of the bucket for what they turned into the national championship that year. Hey, speaking of Auburn here, quick aside, uh, our Central Iowa game of the week tonight is Waukee going over to Drake Stadium to take on Roosevelt. What time are you on the air? 7 o'clock with the pregame show. 7.30 will be kickoff tonight from Drake. And uh, the Des Moines Roosevelt coach, Eric Lincoln, year number two. Getting some publicity lately. He is, yeah. they're, They're playing well. He uh, was a assistant down at Auburn the last three years before he took the Roosevelt job. So you're telling me he left Auburn to go to Roosevelt? To go to Roosevelt. Guy from Des Moines. Yeah. Uh, went to North, so City. Oh, city so he's really familiar with the city yes. schools. Then. I and, gotcha. you know, I, I had an opportunity to talk with him. That'll be coming up in the pregame show. We'll play that tonight, earlier today. And he just mentioned, you know, it's kind of, it's the purest form. There were things that he liked mm-hmm. about the college game. There are also some negatives, but he was up in the booth You've for the kick six. Got to hold your nose sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he was in the booth for the kick six. For kick six. Wow. So talked with him about that. Catch that tonight. About 7-10, we'll uh, play the interview with Coach Eric Link. Uh, we look forward to uh, that, Trent Conan, as you'll be on the air. More high school football tonight coming up at 7-30. Look, we only got a couple of minutes uh, before we got to get an early break in here, and we'll go to Vegas. I, I We have to spend a couple of minutes on that game last night oh. at Miller Park. What a <laughs> phenomenal baseball game. Um, look, the Cubs moved the needle in this market, clearly. And so so for that, and maybe I'm rooting a little bit for the Cubs. I want to see them go as far as they can so we can continue to have a baseball conversation that's not going to cause people to reach for the radio dials and find something else to listen to <laughs> while we're talking baseball in October. Um, but Javi Baez, I mean, the Cubs down to their last strike. Baez goes down low. Pitch that was out of the strike zone. Pretty good pitch. And. He looked awful the first two swings of that at bat. Well, the first just, one he went we down to his knee. out of his shoes for crying out loud. He about fell over. And even the second one he went down to a knee. It wasn't as, I don't know, it wasn't as exaggerated as that first one. But it's like, oh, this thing's over. Yeah. But no Knable available last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bullpen was uh, taxed, the yes. Brewers. And you could see that. Mm-hmm. So, hey, you walk away as a Cubs fan happy. All right. Sigh of relief now. Worst case scenario, you lose these next three. You're still two and a half up, right? Yep. It, uh, one and, uh, one and a half. One and a half. Yeah. Up. So you still have that breathing room, and by that time, I mean, you're down counting the, the number Magic of games number. left. Yeah, so it's there. It was fun last night, and you mentioned the environment. Boy, was that good It was great, night. and the yeah. Cubs fans, to their credit, piling into that stadium, yep. and the Brewers fans in the back and forth with it. It's, what, 95, 100 miles between the two exactly. of them, I think? it's and, not... and Cubs fans, stop ripping on the Brewers fans. Chicago's fan base is a national fan base. Sure. Chicago is a city of a lot more people than Milwaukee. Leave the Brewers fans alone. There's not as many of them. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. You get the trophy for having more fans. That That's mm-hmm. all wonderful. Hey, don't be ripping on Well, the don't forget fans. what WGN did for them back in yes, the day, too, exactly. with Harry Carey. There was two teams that you could find on those great big monstrosities uh, that used to adorn some people's backyard satellite before there was actually, you could actually get the games. They weren't blacked out. Yes. And you could just, you know, go out there and manually crank your dish and move it because you didn't have any uh, apparatus in your house to do it for you. Oh, I remember those days back in Canada doing that. And, um, it was well worth it when you could when you came across a game. There wasn't much baseball back then, but you could no. at least find that. And uh, speaking of TV last night, so get home after uh, Jimmy B and TC. 
kiss the wife and the baby and, you know, make a little dinner. So about 6.30, 6.68, Fox Sports North, Yeah, Twins, not there. No, I know they weren't. Oh, They had and, the Wild and the Jets, but it was yeah. blacked out here. Well, when I flipped it on, it was some tennis match. Oh, right at the very end. Yeah, I was waiting for it, too. And I, what, what in God's name? Well, go to the alternate channel, nothing there. Yeah. Maybe it's MLB Network. Where did you find them? Well, I, I'm losing it. I mean, I, I, this is a huge game, and I, I, I can't see it. Right. MLB Network, ESPN, ESPN2. I, I was everywhere. It's not on. Huh. I go to my Fox Sports Go app. Ah, it's on FS1. Why? Was it really? So Kenny that's Albert the was last, on the call. That's last the last place I yeah. would have checked for the Because I didn't, even night. when I was, I was flipping through the channels, I never went there. Mm-hmm. That was a place that I didn't go. So I about lost my mind last night, mm-hmm. luckily. Got it just in time to see Buxton hit a big single up the well, middle. Uh, that was, a, that, that was there was no drama in that. No. Uh, but you know where there was? Um, you know what? For for a game that looked on paper like, what a snooze fest. Can you believe the NFL is force-feeding us the Niners and the Rams? Two terrible football. Well, when mediocre meets mediocre, Trent, <laughs> as we well know, because we're mediocre from noon to two every single day, sometimes good things happen, right? Sure. Every now and then we have a good show. Every now and then you're going to come across a good football game. That was entertaining last night. I, I really it. found it as an entertaining, captivating game. And again, if you bet the Rams last night, you're sick to your stomach. You're, you were home free the entire game. <laughs> and then you have the two-point conversion. Which you need. Yes. Score. Right. You know. And I was telling you off air yesterday, there's this thing about how bad Thursday night football. And it's been bad. Terrible. I mean, just awful. It's just awful football games that have been played. And because of that and the short period of rest and all these things, that you just bet the under and you're going to come out ahead at the end of the year. Not the case last night. No, the Rams covered it on their own. It was 40 and a half, and they scored 41. We'll head to Vegas. Let's see how Vegas did on this. We'll get some updated lines on Iowa and Penn State, some NFL stuff. Sam Bradford, uh, the news on Twitter, he is not going to play this Sunday. So you fantasy folks have a couple of uh, extra days to start uh, figuring out what you're going to do if you are a Bradford owner in your fantasy league. We'll head to Vegas next when the Ken Miller Show continues here on 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Now, we'd never tell you what kind of truck to drive, but what kind of snowplow? Well, that's a different story. For more than 65 years, Fisher Plows have been getting the job done reliably and efficiently. From heavy-duty commercial plows, V-plows to break through deep snow drifts, or a personal snow plow for your half-ton truck, you'll find the Fisher Plow that's right for your need at Shuling Hitch in Des Moines and Ames. It's time to upgrade your blade with a new Fisher Plow from Shuling Hitch. Visit ShulingHitch.com. 
Big Al's Barbecue is happy to announce his second location is now open at the Ramada Inn at Army Post and Floor Drive. With two locations, there's no reason to miss out on some of the best barbecue in the Des Moines area. Big Al cooks all his meat low and slow to make it fall off the bone. Big Al South now offers barbecue brunch buffet on Sundays from 11 to 3. Don't forget about the original Eastside location just 900 feet north of the AE Cows on Hubble Avenue. Come eat Southern-style barbecue cooked by an Asian man on the east side and now open on the south side of Des Moines. Big Al's Barbecue. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager at Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud sponsor of the Polk City Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Polk City. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these members. Bilbury Insurance Services Incorporated. Community Greetings. Cullen & Associates Insurance Services Incorporated. The Vibe, 98.3 FM. Fairway, Iowa Growth Investors Incorporated. Luna Savings Bank. New York Life Agent, Joshua McLean. Polk City Arts and Suzanne Will Studios. Powerfully Essential. Waters Edge Marine, LLC. The Polk City Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these members. Learn more about the Polk City Chamber of Commerce online at polkcitychamber.com. Six months ago, you didn't know what you'd be doing right now. Six months ago, it was cold and snow was still in the forecast. And while six months ago, this time of year wasn't on your radar, it was on ours. Because six months ago, the finest German brewers began brewing some of the best beers in the world. Beer whose recipe hasn't changed in more than a thousand years. Yes, six months ago in Germany, brewers were preparing the beer for the best season of the year. Autumn, harvest, Oktoberfest. And what better place to enjoy the world's finest Oktoberfest beers than Hessen House? Hard to find beers in limited supply from Eyinger, Weinstefaner, and more. After all, you'd expect a place that has the world's largest selection of German beers in the world would be the best place to celebrate the Oktoberfest season. So join us and raise a liter of some of the best German beers in the world. Beers that you'll only find at the Hessen House, 4th and Court, Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. You, soon. you ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. That last spot reminds me that uh, Mr. Executive is the fine sponsor behind 
uh, Paul Allen, who joins us every single Friday, with the exception of bi-week. PA, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, will be here at about one thirty-five. No Sam Bradford. Mr. Executive, don't wait any longer. Learn more about hair replacement and what options you have. Call Mr. Executive 274-4049. Off we go to Vegas. Trent is crazy. It's the first day of fall. It's going to be 92 here today. The high in Vegas is only 77. What? That's an anomaly. Yes. Jason Simple joins us, guessing you're enjoying the little break from the uh, the temperatures that you guys are usually accustomed to. How are you, Jason? Last night was the first night in about four months I didn't have to sleep with the air conditioning on. Nice. Save a little money. I love when you're able to do that. Hey, uh, let's go back to last night. And I don't know if you spent, if you were in the book when the uh, game was coming to its conclusion, the NFL game I'm talking about. Boy, if you're, a, you, if you had a ticket on the Rams last night, you felt for the entire game that you were going to walk back up to that window and uh, walk away with some cash. That was a tough beat, Jason. If you had the Rams last night, I'm, I'm assuming it was good for the prop. Properties, uh, the outcome of that game. Yeah, it was. We definitely needed the 49ers. If they would have won outright, it would have been even better. But look, we're not complaining. I mean, the 49ers, a team that couldn't score all season, scored 39 points, 19 points in the fourth quarter. The total of this game, the over-under of this entire game was 40 and a half. And they scored 80 points, so go figure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's absolutely crazy. Hey, last weekend, it seemed like... Um... I'm not sure if it was at your place or all throughout Vegas. The betters, you guys, the, the, the properties won week one. The betters got some of that back in week two. Fair to say? Absolutely fair to say. You know, in week two, there was a couple of big favorites that the public really, really liked, which got there. Uh, not surprising. It's kind of the usual suspects. The Patriots covered. The Steelers covered. Uh, you know, those were the big two. The Ravens covered against the Browns. And then you had the Raiders over the Jets. So there were certainly a lot of public games that got there. Uh in uh, in last week's NFL slate. Well, uh, let's jump quickly over to the college game and a big one happening in Iowa City. Night game tomorrow night. Penn State and Iowa. I saw offshore there's been a lot of action on Penn State. Is that the same case in Vegas where people are jumping on the favored knitting lines? Absolutely, that is the case. They're running Penn State like crazy. This game went from 13 to 13 and a half all because of Penn State bets. Nothing, nothing you know, tremendously sophisticated about the action. Uh, it's just the fans really backing Penn State. Penn State's been a team that's been really heavily backed by, by, by the public this year. They've been you know, scoring a ton of points, covering. They've got some, you know, some big-name players, and the public does really like them. So certainly uh, from 13 to 13.5, Penn State uh, number's only going up. I'm assuming, Jason, that Purdue and Michigan, when the schedule came out, this probably, maybe you guys are taking a look at it, didn't think that this might be one of the more popular games uh, this week of the college football season. But as the season has gone on, people are starting to catch on to this Purdue team. It's still Michigan, and Wilton Spike is who I thought was okay last year and gave him a chance this year, but I don't think I'm going to be proven right on the Wilton Spikes and okay quarterback take that I had earlier. Is this a game that's getting uh, maybe more eyeballs on it than you would have normally thought? It is. In fact, it's, you know, it's become one of the better games of the week because the slate has a lot of good games, not really any great ones, and this is one of the good ones. I mean, Purdue, before the season started, nobody expected to do anything. Their offense has been quite good, and you know where Michigan struggled, you know, red zone offense, they can't really score. Uh, you know, Michigan's been a 10, Michigan's a 10 point favorite here, and this line hasn't really done anything. I mean, it's been pretty good two way action on, uh, pretty good two way action on, uh, on both teams. Uh, you know, and it's funny, if I would have told you, uh, you know, at the beginning of the season that on September 22nd, Purdue might be a little overrated, you would have laughed at me, but that's kind of where we are. You know, Purdue is getting a lot of love, uh, maybe a little too much. Uh, another big game down in Stillwater, top 15 mm, matchup, yeah. TCU comes to town. Uh, saw this game a year ago, but that was a different TCU team that got blown away 
by Oklahoma State. High-flying offense, uh, public team big favorite. Everybody on the Cowboys right now? Yeah, and this is not a game that I'm looking forward to, uh, unfortunately, from a bookmaking perspective. From a fan perspective, it's certainly going to be fun to watch because you've got a, you know, a total of 71, 72, ton of points. You know Oklahoma State looks like a legit national title contender, but this game actually opened uh, Oklahoma State as an 11-point favorite and took some really sharp action on the Cowboys at the 11 number and at the 12 number, driving the line all the way up. So whenever the Sharps and the uh, public are on the same side, it's never something that we really like. You know, I should have asked you this when, uh, when I arranged uh, for you to come on, Jace. Do you have next Thursday's Texas-Iowa State line set yet? Not yet. Uh, we will probably make that line some point tomorrow. Okay. Uh, if you would, t- if you would text me with it, that'd be good, so I can get Certainly. a little uh, get a little love in my Twitter feed uh, oh, yeah. as we're looking forward to this one uh, in the state uh, next Thursday as we are Saturday night over in Iowa City. Jason, let's go to the NFL. Uh, the news came out within the last hour that it looks as though Sam Bradford is not going to play. He's going to miss yet another week. I know that you guys were, um, you know, waiting for some word uh, either way whether he was or whether he wasn't how long have you had the game up and and what effect does Bradford not playing have on this number so uh, a couple things so first we actually as as you guys know as we've talked about before we post uh, all of the lines weeks 2 through 16 before the season starts this is back in like July and we give people a chance to bet it so when that came out the Vikings were inserted as a three-point favorite over the over the Bucks at home which kind of makes sense right you know figuring obviously all things are, are equal as it turns out, you know, you have the Bradford situation. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? So the line went from Vikings minus three to Buccaneers minus one, one and a half. And now the news is official. Sam Bradford's not playing. So the Buccaneers have reached a two and a half point favorite. So essentially you have about a five and a half point swing from uh, Bradford to no Bradford. Jason, the evolution of teasers and parlays and things like that. Has that changed the business over the last few years? Has that always been a big part, especially when you're talking about things like the NFL? Yeah, teasers have always been a big part of it, uh, of it specifically in the NFL, but it's become more popular over the last few years as, you know, just general uh, knowledge on sports betting has increased. You know, one of the, the things that people generally really like to do the most is take a team that's a six or a six-and-a-half-point favorite and tease them down to pick, right? So, you know, the Steelers are the best example. This week they're playing the Bears. Um, you know, in uh, the Steelers are playing the Bears in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Steelers are about a six and a half, seven point favorite. So you tease that down to pick or one. You know, same thing with uh, same thing with the Dolphins at the Jets, right? Everybody thinks the Jets stink. Dolphins minus six. I'm going to tease that down to pick, and all the Dolphins have to do is win. So what you've actually seen happen, specifically with New England games, because they're the most bet team. You know, instead of moving the game from you know. Seven to seven and a half. Some people will just move it right to eight and a half or nine to protect against those teasers. So that has started happening a little bit. Um, and also, you've seen some places uh, change their payout tables on the teasers to try to make it a little more favorable for the house. Uh, is there an NFL game that falls into that same category as TCU and Oklahoma State does, where it may not be a good day for the for the books? Is there one NFL game that you guys will have a uh, a rooting interest in, so to speak? Who do you need? Uh, I can just see it shaping up now. The number one need is going to be the Redskins. They're hosting the Raiders, only a three-point favorite, and there's a lot of short road favorites in the NFL. You've got the Dolph, I'm sorry, you've got the uh, Broncos are a three-point favorite in Buffalo. Uh, the Lions are uh, are a three-point under are three-point underdog at home to the Falcons, etc. A lot of those, and I think everything's going to come down to the Raiders and Redskins. I don't really know anybody specifically since I'm using uh, air quotes. We're the Las Vegas Raiders at this point. Right. Uh, the uh, 
the, the popularity of the Raiders in this city is crazy. So I really think that the biggest sweat of the day for us is going to be the Washington Redskins. CG technology in place of the Venetian, the Palazzo, the Cosmo, the Palms, Tropicana, Silverton, the Hard Rock, and the M. If you're in Vegas, those are CG technology race and sports books. Jason will be back with us next Friday. Thank you, Jason. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Jason Sybil, CG Technology. Tom Cakert, Hawkeye Report, coming up here momentarily. We will get to Tom. What did you learn there? Uh, you know, I the Penn State money. It's continues to pour in. I understand they're a favorite. They're a top five team. They killed Iowa last year. Mm-hmm. Dig deeper. I don't know. That that surprises me that it's still that lopsided in that. You one. and I could be dead wrong on this. Yeah. The public... and, and I wouldn't be shocked either. I, See, I'm kind, not shocked. Not shocked. Surprised? Yeah, a little bit, because I think I was going to play him well. I really do. Um, it's easier said than done. Yeah. Keep McSorley in the pocket, right? Uh, don't let Barkley kill you. Eliminate the big plays, because they are such a big play offense. They're going to stack the box, and Nate Stanley's going to have to beat them over the top and through the air. Can he do that? I think he's got yes. a chance. Look, he's better than I thought. I thought the quarterback was a major liability. I think they probably did, too. I mean, they right. didn't settle it till the last possible second that they could for the most part. Was that a little more cat-and-mouse game than Maybe. we think? Maybe. I think it was. Placating Uyghurs? Yeah. Keep them around. Yeah. Then I, you have a backup. As... I don't think that that's crazy, Trent. I really don't. We're going to get T- uh, T- TK? Yes. I'll... Let's get Tom Cakert in here, and then we'll get a break. Uh, get the Bama Bob as we'll get uh, back in more into the Iowa and Penn State line. I'm not well. I'm not going to touch it anyways because I don't like to play the locals um, in the picks either way. Even when it looks like it's a gift, and I'm trying to be Trent in this contest, and I'm looking up at Trent, but I'm just going to leave it alone. But if I was so inclined, I would be grabbing those points all day long. Twelve and a half points at home, Kinnick Stadium. Uh, give me the 12 and a half. Seems like a big number. Let's get to Tom Cakert. He will be there at Kinnick Stadium. I'm guessing arriving mid-afternoon. So if you're in HawkeyeReport.com, you'll get the very latest as the players take the field for warm-up. One of the things Tom and, well, a lot of the media does over there that I think is really appreciated by those of us who don't get over to those games. Tom, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Doing well. How are you guys? Doing pretty well, Tom. Uh, this is game's been talked about and hashed and rehashed and what if and how can they and uh, what does it come down to you? What's the, I mean, if, if you could simplify it, how will, how will Iowa win the football game, Tom? They have to. Uh, I think the most important thing is two things. Iowa's got to control the clock they got to keep the the best way for penn state not to score is for them to stand on the sidelines so that we we saw last week from iowa against north texas in the second half where north texas had the ball for like eight minutes in the entire second half uh is kind of uh, i think a good formula and also they've got to stop the big plays um our our guys from uh the blue and White Illustrated, mm-hmm. uh, our Penn State site sent me the stat, and I tweeted it out the other day. Penn State's had 1,407 yards of total offense this season, and 1,054 of it has come on 40 explosive plays. That's plays That's of crazy. 10-yard runs or 15-yard pass plays. That's 75% of their yards on 40 plays. That's crazy. How about this Penn State defense? You know, we know that Barkley's probably going to make a big play or two. Nick Sorley will get out and make a play or two. Defensively, 
Now, they, they struggled at times slowing down the run game a pit. Pitt just didn't have a quarterback. Max Brown was awful in that football game. What do you know about this Nittany Lion D? Um, they're, they're good, but the you know, last two weeks they've given up 150 yards in each game on the ground. So you kind of sense that maybe there's some positive vibes for Iowa going, uh, going into this game that they might be able to run the football. And, you know, they want to run the football and spin the clock. So it fits into that formula of how Iowa can spring the trap here is if they can continue to run the football. And But they've been pretty opportunistic, too, on defense. They've, got, uh, they've had six interceptions this year in three games. That's quite a bit. And uh, I think they're, they're really talented. But there's an opportunity here, I think, if you look at it on paper right now. What about the running game for Iowa, Tom? Uh, James Butler, it's a loss, but you know what? Maybe um, minimized a little bit by the two youngsters that got into the game. And I'm glad they played and played, you know, appreciable snaps last week against a, an overmatched North Texas team, granted. But it's not like they're taking the field for the first time, in, in, a, in a big spot at least, uh, you know, into the national stage of, uh, of ABC's lights against uh, a top-five team in Penn State. How do you think they'll do tomorrow when they get their opportunity? I think they'll do pretty well. I mean, both of them run really hard. They look like they fit what Iowa likes to do. I'm really impressed with, uh, you know, Torn Young's just kind of a one cut downhill, and it looks like Ivory Kelly Martin's maybe a little more elusive. I'm really intrigued by Kelly Martin. I I think he's the guy that, uh, you know, if there's a guy that's going to emerge in this game and go, wow, okay, he was maybe a difference maker. I think he's the guy, at least on the run game side of things. Josie Jewell uh, mentioned, of course, the ankle injury that he sustained against Iowa State. Even before that, I, I thought he looked a little bit off. Where's he at in terms of health? And another guy I'm wondering about is Anthony Nelson. You know, we, we saw him have an ability to get to the quarterback last year as a redshirt freshman and also has disappeared. Is there something maybe bother Nelson? Uh, he went down in the uh, North Texas game and was out for at least a quarter, maybe a quarter and a half, so... I think Nelson is a guy that's you know coming back a little bit. Uh, they've, you know, what I think we might see, and it, it kind of mirrors last year, where Phil Parker did not go to that Raider package early in the year, and they were struggling with the pass rush, and then he went to it, and it started to pay a little more dividends. And I think we might see some of that this weekend. However, if you go back to last year, uh, Penn State killed Iowa when they went to the Raider package, so. Uh, that was that was uh, an area where they really got burned badly in, in the game. Josie's not. I, I, I tell you, you look at him going sideline to sideline since the little ankle thing, and I think that's where it shows up. But he's just not as quick, and <clears throat> I don't know if there's a quick fix there for him if he can get healthy. I mean, he looked. He wasn't limping around or anything when we talked to him, and when he was walking away look fine, but he's just not as explosive as Josie usually is. Mm. What uh, what does Iowa need from Imani Hooker tomorrow night, Tom, who gets his opportunity? Uh, they can't give up those big plays. They can't get sucked in by McSorley. And that, to me, you know what you're getting with, with Barkley, and he's just yep. a, an explosive playmaker. Their wild card is really McSorley, I think, because he's the guy that can just make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. He can beat you with his feet. He can. He loves to throw it downfield and make plays that way. 
that's why the safety play is just so important. And, you know, Iowa's safety play has not been great this year. I mean, I think every Iowa fan will acknowledge that it's been a struggle. And uh, Hooker just can't, they can't get beat deep uh, because those are, again, those explosive plays that I talked about earlier. You know, Tom, uh, we talk about the game a year ago. You were over there Tuesday. Was this a little playing coy from the players and the coaches about using that bulletin board material? Do you really think that 41-14 hasn't been a conversation piece inside uh, the walls of Fort Kinnick this week? It doesn't seem like it was. I mean, I fully expected that Sunday when they walked in, there'd be a sheet of paper in there with with, uh, Squan Barkley's quotes in each and every locker and every guy and they were being honest with us said that it hasn't even been brought up and Kirk um, kind of reiterated the same talking point that uh, it's a different team, different year. Can't really dwell on that last year. So I think they've just kind of let it go now. Will it be part of Kirk's uh, pregame speech? Maybe. I think that might be a good talking point to bring up and just uh, kind of say, you know, they said you quit last year. Uh, let's not see, you know, basically something like that and just walk out of the room. Mm. I was you wondering, know. Tom, if they used it last year when they said you you quit last week and then they went out and beat Michigan the way they did. That uh, might have played that card once. Who who knows? Hey, Tom, before we let you go, um, we we got to get your thoughts on uh, what uh, transpired. This it's been a really tough nine days. If you're a fan of the Huskers. Um, I mean, just it couldn't have been any worse from the from the schedule breaking and then the, the trickle down from there. Just uh, just an awful week in in Lincoln, but uh, maybe some signs of uh, at least trying to stem that tide as Eichhorst gets shown the door. Your thoughts on what's uh, going over in Lincoln? Well, he was uh, Sean Eichhorst was not well liked by the Nebraska media because he didn't ever talk to him and didn't do anything in terms of media relations ever, and I think that played into this, but. You know, I honestly think kind of, yeah, the Northern Illinois game was was a, a breaking point in some some sense, but I think his tone deaf kind of response initially to the Black Friday thing was mm-hmm. just, may have been the final nail in I the agree. coffin. I just because that is that is a tradition over there that the fans embrace, and you know those fans they embrace the long-standing traditions more than just about any school in the country. And that was a slap in the face to a lot of those fans who really enjoy that Black Friday game and uh, accumulation of things. But now you have to think that unless they turn that season around, Riley's out. You have to think unless Tim Miles does really well this year that he's out and they're going to, they're going to find somebody else. Maybe it'll be Jamie Pollard. (laughs) The rumor was thrown out there. Maybe Jamie Pollard. So we can get, uh, if Nebraska were to beat Iowa, then he could put signs up in council bluffs. I never thought of it that way, but it's an excellent point. Tom, we'll catch up with you next week prior to Michigan State. Thank you, Tom Cakert. Okay, thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com. Take a time out uh, into National College football. Bama Bob joins us next. We've got a whole four or five games. We're going to throw by Bama, get his take on those. In the 1 o'clock hour, the head cheese, Dave Sinekin on the Packers and the Bengals. Uh, Nick Athen, who covers the Chiefs, it's Chiefs Chargers, and then the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, brought to you by Mr. Executive. Uh, Paul Allen will preview the Buccaneers and the Vikings, an old black and blue division matchup. That's still to come in the 1 o'clock hour. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon's here, as he always is, on 1700 KBGG. 
News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Now at Menard, save big money on your next project with an 11% rebate on everything. Whether it's a new roof or an entirely new home, you'll get an 11% rebate on all of it. The bigger the project, the bigger the savings. There's no limit to how much you can save now during the 11% rebate sale at Menards. Good through September 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. The Home Depot is pouring more into paint and putting more money into the pockets of pros with top quality paints without the paint store price. Like Glidden Paints. Glidden lasts longer, covers better, and costs less at the Home Depot. Nobody beats our prices, guaranteed. So save time and money with Glidden. Paints that get the job done. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. Running low on the stuff you need? Time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones, too. Like when someone's been a good dog. We've got lots of new stuff for your fur baby, like Blue Buffalo dog food, plus spark toys and treats from the makers of BarkBox. Money paws happen. Grab natural laundry care this week for 15% off. Plus, we've lowered the prices on thousands of items. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Special Olympics Iowa will host the annual West Des Moines Polar Plunge presented by Lincoln Savings Bank on Sunday, October the 15th at Jordan Creek Town Center in West Des Moines. The Polar Plunge is a signature fundraiser for the Special Olympics and offers a unique opportunity for individuals and organizations to raise money and support Special Olympic Iowa athletes by jumping into the frigid waters. All you have to do to take the plunge is raise $75 and register for the event online at soiowa.org backslash polar dash plunge. You can register individually or as a team. Last year, the West Des Moines Polar Plunge raised over $55,000 for Special Olympics Iowa. All the proceeds go back to the over 14,000 athletes in Iowa and fund the Special Olympics programs that they participate in. The Polar Plunge will start at noon on October the 15th with a post-party to follow. There's still plenty of time to sign up, so head over now to soiowa.org backslash polar dash plunge. Are you in the mood for real, classic, home Homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. 
two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Ted Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you every Monday through Friday from noon until 2 o'clock. Uh, talking the world of sports with you. Let's get into college football outside of our state, although I'm going to get Bama to chime in on Iowa and Penn State as he joins us. Bama, Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Uh, I'm great, guys. How are you? Doing fine, Bama. I'm, I, we'll get to Iowa, Penn State in a second. There's a there's a, a, a handful of really good games this week. Maybe one that doesn't you know, jump off the page uh, like we saw last week with Louisville and Clemson in anticipation for that one. But there's good games nonetheless. I want to start in West Lafayette, of all places. Yeah. Because this game, uh, just the way, I've, I've, for whatever reason, I've spent more time than I would have thought watching Purdue so far this year. And I know it was a, there was a Friday night game, so that probably has something to do with it. But Michigan struggles in the red zone. they got a really good defense. Purdue's got a couple of quarterbacks. This is a huge game for the Boilers, maybe one of the biggest games uh, to open conference play in a long, long time. It's a fun game, Bama. Yeah, Ken, uh, I'm just oddly intrigued by this, and I'm kind of like you. I don't, I don't really know why. Right. I mean, but I just think that Purdue, the start they've had, listen, I know they lost to, to Louisville, and, you know, Louisville lost to Clemson, but, you know, you can't use the associative part of the transitive property in football, but... The Purdue game, to me, I thought was interesting because generally that's a game where Lamar Jackson will, you know, have 700 yards of offense and eight touchdowns. And although they won the game and he got his numbers, Purdue slugged it out with them. And then they go to Missouri. and Missouri is probably the worst team in the SEC. But still, you go on the road if you're Purdue and you win 35-3. to them around. I mean, that that's that'll get your attention. And this game, to me, you know, for Michigan is, is dangerous because – you know, they haven't faced a passing offense like they're going to see tomorrow. I mean, think about the opening the opening week against Florida, you know, who, who can't throw the ball to save their life nope. other than on a Hail Mary, apparently, where, right. you know, they just, where Tennessee decides not to drop a safety. Uh, I think, what, they have three points, offensive points that week. Um, and then last week, Michigan faced a, uh, a triple option offense and Air Force that only allowed, I think, only threw the ball eight, nine times, whatever it was. So I think they're going to be tested. Uh, you know, Michigan's favored by ten and a half. You, you got you to gotta 
like them to win the game, but, I mean, I hope it's fun. I mean, I love what Brom has done in a very short period of time. It was clearly the right hire. Purdue invested in him. They didn't lowball him. I think he's making three, you know, three and a half million bucks, something in that vicinity this year. Um, you know, good for them, good for Purdue. Because this would really be, if, man, if they could somehow knock off Michigan, which, again, I, I don't, I wouldn't pick them to do it. Uh, but, man, if that could somehow happen, my goodness, what kind of chaos would we have in the Big Ten? But I, I, I like this game. I, like, I'm like you. I'm, of all, there's two games tomorrow I want to watch. I want to watch this one, and then I want to watch the, the Bulldog battle in the SEC. But I, I'm just I'm all in on this game. I, I hope it's fun. I hope that whether they win or lose, I hope they give the Purdue fans who are going to be there in a, in a sellout mode, I hope they give them something to get excited about. Well, uh, another one in the SEC uh, has the makings of, uh, I don't know, 16-7 game late Alabama with a backdoor cover, something like that. They go to Nashville. There'll be a party there for that one. Vandy, Alabama. Quick thought on that one, Bama. And, boy, this just kind of leads down the road of SEC football. I, I know it's high-level stuff, but... Boy, sometimes it's just difficult to watch, and I think this is going to be the case. Two thirty CBS tomorrow. Uh, I, I can't go there, Trent. I think Alabama hammers them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think this game's competitive. If this game is competitive late into the third quarter, I'll be surprised. And and I know Vanderbilt is better. They're three and zero, lot of momentum. Beat Kansas State last week, but this is a whole different animal that they're going to see tomorrow. That you know, Vanderbilt is calling this the biggest game in their history. Okay, this is a conference opener in September. That says a lot about your history. Okay, this is just another game to Alabama. I mean, they've played in so many big – I know it's a different team every year. I get it, but they've got so many players. You know, juniors on this team have played for back-to-back national championships. Seniors have been to the playoff three straight years. This is not going to intimidate them, uh, you know, going up against Vanderbilt. I know they have some weapons. Uh, you know, running back Webb is good, but we've seen Alabama swallow great running backs, Fournette, Gurley, you know, going down the line uh, over the years. I know this is a different team, but I don't. I think when it boils down to it, Alabama is just going to be able to line up and physically dominate Vanderbilt, and the later the game goes, the less Vandy's going to be able to hold up. Um, I think depth could be an issue. I think physicality can be an issue. Jalen Hurts running, Bo Scarborough running. They don't have an answer, I don't think, for Calvin Ridley on the outside. Um, I just don't – I know there's a lot of hype. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Alabama fans in the stands, too, so it's not going to be a true home game, if you will, uh, for Vanderbilt. Again, a lot of excitement. It's good for them. It's good for the league, I think. Um, and if I'm wrong, I'll come on Monday and I'll say I blew it. I mean, you guys know that. But I just don't see this as being competitive. And the worst thing that could have happened to Vanderbilt – was that guy on whatever their defensive tackle was. And I know he didn't—he probably didn't mean anything by it, but when he said, hey, Alabama, you're next, <laughs> and that made the rounds in the Alabama locker room. So that's probably the worst thing you could do is tug on that cape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bama, let's, let's do the other SEC game we talked about, the Battle of the Bulldogs, then Iowa uh, and Penn State. Um, this is an intriguing football game. I mean, Mississippi State opened my eyes last week, Bama. I think you could probably yeah. say the same about yours. Yeah, absolutely, and and Ken, I think they've got the best quarterback in the conference uh, in Nick Fitzgerald. I think this is going to be uh, would not surprise me. I know Georgia's favored by five. They got the win on the road at Notre Dame. They've taken care of business this year. Another really big game. Uh, you know, can Mississippi State back it up? Um, you know, they are seen as the quote unquote challenger to Alabama in the West. Uh, whether that plays out or not, we don't know. It's all going to depend on the health of Fitzgerald. 
I'm I'm almost Georgia. I said favored by five. I'm almost willing to take State outright in this game. I just think they're. I think Fitzgerald is that good. I think he can make a difference. I know Georgia's defense is is good. It's going to be a night. I believe it's a night game. I know it's played in. You know, uh, the Georgia fans are finally excited. I mean, Mister Mister Blah. You know, buttoned up. Mark Rick is gone. Even though he had a had an outstanding record there, a lot of excitement. Kirby Smart, the monster on the sidelines. They've got the defense playing well. It's his forte. Uh, I think this is going to be a really, really fun game. I do think there's going to be some points in it. Uh, I would certainly take Mississippi State with the five. Or getting five would not stun me if they won this game outright, although I think that's a big ask, beating LSU and Georgia back-to-back weeks in this, con- in this conference. But as you said, this isn't the traditional SEC. I think other than Alabama, these are the best two teams in this conference. Yeah, I don't uh, think what that says. I don't know, but um, I think this one's going to be fun. You know, Bama. Uh, here it has been the conversation all week long. Penn State comes in, and a year ago, Penn State got off to a rough start, lost a pick, got blown out by Michigan, and then just went on an incredible run. Uh, this year, they have dominated their three opponents in Iowa. Uh, they're getting by right now. How big of an opportunity? How big of a shot do you give the Hawkeyes to pull an upset here? Not keep it close. But win this football game. Win it outright, um, you know, maybe a 25, 30% chance, maybe a little higher than that. You know, look, it's at home, okay? Here's what I think has got to happen. You know what Penn State's going to bring to the table with McSorley and Saquon Barkley um, in a good defense. I mean, let's face it, they call timeout to preserve a 56 nothing <laughs> shutout right. with 13 seconds last week. That's a whole other topic. Um, what I think Iowa has to do, guys, and we talked about it after the Iowa State game. My opinion, you know, Stanley's got to make—he's got to make some plays. Yep. He's got to make some plays downfield. Okay, you can't just turn around and hand it to Wadley thirty, you know, twenty-five, thirty times and think you're going to beat Penn State. They're going to put up points, I, I believe, uh, unless you know they help Iowa out with some turnovers or you know whatever. However, you know that the special teams plays out. But I want to see them have a game plan like they did against Iowa State in these big games. Don't try to win it 13-7 to or 14-10. to Let let your guys play. You've got weapons downfield and easily in Vandenberg and uh, the Smith guy and, and Fant. I mean, the tight end to me he's is really good. And he's really, really good. Yep. So use them. Don't be afraid to let your quarterback make mistakes. I know in a game like this, a mistake can turn into points the other way, but my goodness, just I'm not saying chuck it 70 times, you know, in the game because you're probably not going to win that either. But try to have some balance and try to make some plays down the field. Try to get keep up with them, get ahead of them early, see what happens, get the crowd behind you. Just don't play this, you know, 14 to 10 type style. I don't think that's going to do it against Penn State. But um, this is another fun one. I mean, I, I really am looking forward to this one. Uh, I love Kinnick Stadium. Uh, you know, listen, if you want to. It's not a division game, so I don't think it's overly crucial for Iowa. They've got bigger games on the, you know, in the division this year. But um, we saw him shut down a pretty good quarterback in Week One, but that guy didn't have a running back like Penn State's going to bring. So I, I give Iowa, you know, thirty, forty percent chance of winning this game. I would certainly pick Penn State to win it uh, close. Uh, but man, I really hope that I, I hope it's exciting, and I hope Ferentz lets his son 
call an aggressive game and use, use what he's got at his disposal. Pam, we got uh, two minutes left, uh, and I agree with you. I think you take the points in that one all day long. But uh, uh, remains to be seen, obviously. Real quick, uh, on the Big 12, I mean, I know he's your guy. You love Mason Rudolph. Why wouldn't you? He's a terrific quarterback. Great story this year. Uh, clearly a uh, you know one two three in the Heisman conversation right now, wherever you want to place him. TCU, uh, Patterson's, um, he's, he's a good coach. Kenny Hill's a decent quarterback, but he's nowhere near as good as Rudolph. It's a fun game tomorrow in the Big 12, and there should be some points scored, Bama. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, listen, and it, you know, to me, the key is Patterson. He's got to come up with something. Nobody has slowed down Rudolph this year. I mean, uh, they haven't played the greatest schedule in the world, but you go on the road and you beat Pitt last week, and you know, soundly, thoroughly. Um, you know, he's got to come up with something to either try to confuse him, and he's he's a he's an excellent defensive coach. I mean, he's probably one of the better defensive coaches out there. Uh, he's kind of their style has changed a little bit over the years um, from, from what it was when he first got there. Mainly, I think due to necessity because of the way the conference plays. But he's he's got to come up, try to get some pressure on him, you know, try to try to disguise it, make him turn the ball over, make him think a little bit. Because if he just lets him sit back there and you know have three, four, five seconds to throw the ball, they're not going to stand a chance in this one. Because I mean, he he is playing right now. I know Mayfield's playing great. I know there's some other guys. But to me, at the quarterback position, he is playing as well as anybody in the country right now in terms of, you know, downfield passing, making every throw, um, just running that offense the way Mike Gundy wants it to, wants it to be run. And they are as lethal as anybody I've seen through three weeks. Again, schedule hasn't been great. It's going to get tougher as you get into conference play. It always does. No matter who you're playing, it's going to get a little tougher. Uh, they do. This is this is probably other than Oklahoma guys. To me, this would be you know maybe uh, if you want to give Kansas State a, a puncher's chance. I don't know, uh, but you know maybe Texas. Uh, they looked pretty good against Darnold last week. Um, but man, this, this this is one of the two or three tests I think Oklahoma State's going to have on their schedule this year, and, and Patterson's going to have to come up with something to try to slow this offense down, and nobody's been able to do it yet. Good stuff, Bama. Great. Uh, we will join you. Uh, you'll be back with us on Monday to recap week number four of college football. And as it always does, unfortunately, it is flying by. Thank you, Bama. Enjoy tomorrow. All right, Ken. Take care. Take care, Trent. See you later. We'll see you, Bama. All right, Bama Bob joining us as we talk college football. We will leave the college game into the NFL game next. Bengals, Tyler Eifert is out. John Ross is out. I think I'm out as far as picking that as my upset special <laughs> trip after I've seen that news. But Dave Sinek and the head cheese will be here. Packers were decimated on the injury front uh, last week as they went to Atlanta. Has there been any progress on uh, them getting a little bit healthier as they head back to Lambeau Field to take on the Bengals? Nick Athen will take a look at the Chiefs and the Chargers. The Chargers kind of... That run of um, bad luck really started in that Chiefs game, if you go back a year ago, where they had a big lead only to watch the Chiefs come roaring back. So we'll talk Chiefs, Chargers, and then Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings, comes our way at 135. He's brought to us by our friends at Mr. Executive in Des Moines. Mr. Executive, don't wait any longer to learn about hair replacement and what options you have. Call Mr. Executive 274-4049. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. The 1 o'clock hour is coming up next. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. 
Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Every 90 minutes, someone is diagnosed with ALS, and every 90 minutes, someone passes away from the disease. Help provide support to these families and the ALS Association Iowa chapter by participating in this year's Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS. The walk takes place on Saturday, October 7th at Principal Park. Registration begins at 8.30 a.m. with the walk beginning at 10. Registration is free at this great family-friendly event. Join the fight against ALS by walking with the ALS Association Iowa chapter on October 7th. Learn more at walktodefeatals.org. Finding great people to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. It's time to try ZipRecruiter, where 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within one day. How? Using powerful technology, ZipRecruiter matches your job to the right candidates fast. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash build. For your free trial, ZipRecruiter.com slash build. This is Charles Osgood. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility. Go to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Getting your flu shot at Walgreens is easier than ever. Just walk right in, and there's no cost to you with a $0 copay with most insurance. Plus, when you get a flu shot, you help provide a life-saving vaccine to a child in need through the UN Foundation. Swing by your local Walgreens anytime to get a flu shot and help make a difference. 